This episode is brought to you in partnership with Choose Chicago. Capture the excitement. Hello. Hey. Oh, how the turntables. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, it feels good out here. <laughs> and them tables turn for a little bit. So oh, my goodness. Uh, There's a Hulk child over there hauling a... <laughs> Kids running away and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. It's y'all, craziness. y'all, before we get started, got outside. a little... Got some, yeah, we outside. We got some fun trivia for you uh, before we get into the episode. Uh, y'all... Let's see, let's see how well you know Chicago's people. According to CMAP, Chicago Metropolitan Agency for Planning, what percentage of Chicago's 2.7 million people are foreign-born? Foreign-born. Foreign-born. Born. Foreign-born. <laughs> don't, don't be Googling it. Yeah, don't be Googling it. You, right? you, you only got a second. We're going to play the intro, and then we'll come back with the answer. Until then, 77 Flavor starts right now. This is the podcast where we visit all 77 of Chicago's historic neighborhoods and discuss their heritage and taste the amazing food. And if you know anything about us, we love two things, food and Chicago, so I can't wait to burn this gas money. You ready? Let's get it. This is the 77 Flavors of Chicago, the podcast. Hey! Can I guess the answer before you say Well, hold on. 77 Flavors of Chicago, we back. Dario. Sarah. And we outside, y'all. We outside. Uh, you want to guess the answer? I want to guess the answer. What do you think? So you said what percentage of the 2.7 million people that are in Chicago are foreign-born? Yes. Yeah, what What do y'all know? I want to say 42%. Four, that ha- them, they have the population in Chicago. I mean, what do you mean by foreign-born? Yeah, like, foreign-born, like, not not native to uh, United States, the United States of America. Oh, not native to the United States of America. Yeah, yeah, I should have said that, Joe. Okay, I guess I, I thought twenty-five percent. Okay, well, pretty close, y'all. Uh, if you want to know the answer, answer, answer. <laughs> if you want to know the answer, um, you just said answer again. <laughs> yeah, I, that was intentional. Twenty oh. <laughs> percent uh, of Chicago's hey. two point seven million uh, people are foreign-born. So, uh, if what's twenty percent of two point seven? That is five hundred and forty thousand people, roughly. Uh, and I, of course, I use wow. round numbers. Two point seven is two point seven is some change. Sure, uh, some of y'all might not be participating in that census. Yeah, so yeah, who knows? <laughs> right. Right, so hey, if you got the answer right, or if you were close, uh, oops, hold on. If you were, if you were right, hold on. That, that that's for you, y'all. And that's me. That's for you. You were close. Was you was close. close. Yeah, go ahead. Give y'all, give y'all another coin. I was off by five percent. That's uh, nothing. That's pretty cool. Uh, two out of ten people, every ten person, uh, here in Chicago is foreign born, which is uh, makes Chicago the place that it is. Very, hey. very diverse. Uh, Do you say diverse or diverse? I just said diverse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I say diverse. Some se- sometimes I say diverse. Sometimes it depends. It depends on what setting I'm in. Diversity or diversity. Yeah, it, right. It depends. Stand up for diversity. So I was saying. Diver- so when I had comedy shows, I was saying diversity. Mm. Um. But but if I'm trying to prove a point, look, this place is not diverse enough. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of not diverse enough, no, I'm just joking. No, stop it. Uh, y'all, um, we, this is this going to be a fun episode. Uh, we, we got a lot going on here. Um, how do. was your week? My week was good. Damn, this mic want, yeah, yeah. want me to fail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my week was really good. Um, a lot of fun stuff, but the highlight of my week. Was the same highlight as my week. Same as highlight of your yeah. week. We met the one, the only, Carla Hall. Hey, Carla Hall, y'all. <laughs> Okay, listen, listen. 
the number one question we got was, is Carla Hall as nice in person as she is on TV? The answer is 10 times nicer in person. Yeah. And not to take away from who she is in, in what you see on TV. She but is that plus she's some. Like so authentic. Yeah. And just like so much herself. Yeah. It's like mind blowing. Yeah. It, it was it was crazy how uh, how dope she it's was. It's really as a person. impressive. Yeah. Fair, I mean, because you don't you, it's a lot of people that just kind of switch up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And don't you don't mean you don't change a little. Of Anytime course, people, you you people grow. you gonna change a little bit, you know, when you got some kind of celebrity and some kind of fame to you. But no, she's uh, super as a humble. person, I feel like she humble as hell. As he- I was like, I'm like, she knows she doesn't need to be this nice. Yeah, right? yeah, like, she's right. famous, right? But we got we interviewed her, and we did. Uh, yeah, we interviewed her, and it was a dope interview. We're gonna play part of the interview. The rest of the interview you can go check out right now on our YouTube channel. Just yep. Google seventy seven flavors shy. And you will pop up in YouTube. Also, but subscribe to our YouTube channel. You know what, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and subscribe, man. Um, but we're going to play you part of the interview uh, right now. We are here with Carla Hall. Uh, hey. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank Happy. you. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for you being on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for being yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, no, it's amazing. It, it's such a pleasure meeting you all. Um, yes, I'm Carla Hall. Uh, people know me from Top Chef. They know me from The Chew. I'm also on Holiday Baking Championship, mm-hmm. Halloween Baking Championship. They may have seen me on Gossip Girl Reboot, but hey, what can I say? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, 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 just, just keep on going. Let's you, <laughs> you may have heard me on some cartoons, Lion's uh-huh. Guard, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cookbook? Cookbooks. I have three cookbooks and one children's book. And... Um, I have a podcast called Say Yes. Okay. And that ended, but you can still hear it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm still saying yes to things. I say yes to things that scare me because there's a yeah. lesson to be learned there. Mm. Is that is that how you came about this where we are today? Yes. So we're at Cooper's Hawk in Esquire, downtown Chicago on Oak Street, 58 Oak Street, for those of you who don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't know about Oak Street and you're from Chicago, <laughs> give me the card. Give me your, <laughs> give me the card. Say, no, <laughs> drop your Chicago card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah just drop it off. Um, yes, it was something that I was very much afraid of. And, I, and it's because when you are working with other people who are doing your food... Um, I, I, I've had a failed restaurant, so I can do badly by yeah. myself. Yeah. I, I don't really need any help failing. Right. I, I, I like to fail on my own. Right. I, don't, I don't need an escort to the failure column. <laughs> right. Uh, so <laughs> Right this way. Losers over here, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, a little less to call. Yeah. But um, so, so many people have wondered what my food would taste like mm-hmm. from Top Chef, from The Chew, mm-hmm. from other things that I've done. And so... I'm putting myself out here to make sure that it is the food that I want it to be. Right. I am okay if somebody doesn't like the food that I want to present. Mm-hmm. But if it isn't the food that I would have made, that's yeah. a totally different story. Right. 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 We, we, you, we were just talking about that off air, that our, our authenticity of this podcast is who we are. And right. we yes. haven't, that doesn't go away. And like, we've been right. able to, fortunately enough, to, to have these opportunities and just still be us, yeah. you know what I mean, and not lose any bit of you. Yeah. And we'll get to the food, because I can tell you did, you put you put all kind of elbows and toes <laughs> and whatever you need. We'll talk about it. Ears. Yeah, yeah, ears. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, I just feel like it takes a lot of trust to, to kind of like surrender that I'm, I love to cook and I think some of my love love for food is comes from control. Yes. Um, and so I love to like perfect a recipe 
And I feel like I don't know if I would ever be able to have that kind of like self, like comf- comfort with who I am to yeah. be able like I trust you to do this. No, and I get that, and I and I have been through phases of that. When I went on Top Chef, I had a catering company. I had to leave my company in the hands of the employees mm-hmm. for right. what a month and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first time, and I'm like, yep. If you mess up, you mess up. Right. Maybe right. we'll get that customer yeah, back. Right, right. What? I mean, we won't, you know. Um, and then I had a restaurant where you can't be there 24-7. And so yeah. you mm. learn to have really great recipes and people and, you know, somebody to manage that. And mm-hmm. so um, it was scary. And I am so blown away by the crew here. But also, I knew that I had to tell the stories behind the dish. Yep. Right. Because so often, you may know the dish, but if you don't know the backstory for the dish, you don't know the dish. Right. And why yeah. it's important for me to do, uh, like, you know, the cracked shrimp, why, yeah. why it's important, why it's important to do my biscuits a particular way. And so, I made sure that we talked through the stories. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I was I was actually just gonna say that I think you're a great teacher through your cookbook. Uh, I think you know you might not physically be there, but reading the stories, there's pictures of people. There's not only pictures of food. You get to kind of understand that um, you know why why you make things a certain way. I want to know why the fish is served in this specific way. Uh, the sh- it's just such an amazing kind of like work of art in my opinion and to, for it to be brought to life and for people to be able to experience it in that way is so great. So in my cookbook um, in, in Carla Hall Soul Food this this book um, I, I went back to the South to look at the South in mm-hmm. a different lens. Yeah. When you grow up in a place, it's so much a part of you, you somehow don't notice it. Right. You don't really right. notice what's right. great about it. It takes <laughs> right. somebody to come into your hometown and say, oh, my gosh, Tell it's you so about good. yourself. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, and that was very much this yeah. book. So I went back to the South. Mm-hmm. I went through um, South Carolina. I was in North Carolina. I, I was in Mississippi. I was um, in Alabama. I was in Tennessee. I mean, I'm from Tennessee, but I went to other parts of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Because I really wanted to talk to people who were there and older people yep. to get a sense of what the food was like and why it was passed down. Mm-hmm. And, and that was revolutionary. And I fell in love with Southern food again. Wow. Because for so many years, I pushed it away. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't want to do fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. right. I right. went to a French culinary school, and I didn't pay... $30,000 at the time. It's a little more now. Um, I didn't pay $30,000. We already know. We know. <laughs> to learn how to do fried chicken. Right, right, right. But what I didn't realize, I basically shut the the cultural door to my heritage. Mm. And then I was it's here. Deep. I was trying to recreate something else while I was totally dissing right. myself. And so mm. I went back to that. I'm like, I, I want to embrace my culture, my blackness, my food, mm. soul food specifically. Right. And so, and taking pieces and parts of my experiences. Yeah, that's that. I think that is so dope because, you know, soul food has a connotation. You, you a lot of people is black food. You know what I mean? Like, right. but but it's so much more. You know what I mean? There's story to it, and the way that you can, you put together like a different puzzle. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. tell a different story through the food. I think it's such a dope thing because. That that's not normal uh, lobster and uh, macaroni and cheese, you know. That that you know right. this shrimp is not the normal stuff, you know. So um, it's really cool that you were able to do that and like kind of find that. Was it was it? I know it felt good, but like, did that feel? How good did that feel? 
to kind of like just hone those yeah just to come back to reality well you know um in this book i had to be so present Mm -hmm. and so we we went to all these places we were we were ending up in nashville and we were planning on kind of downloading everything that we saw and we're going to do some recipe testing with genevieve co we had our photographer gabriele stabile with us and we got to nashville and we were in this space that was so beautiful it was that july sunlight coming through and we looked at each other, we're like, oh my gosh, we really need to shoot here. Yeah. But we didn't have any recipes. Mm-hmm. We just had conversations. And so all of the summer recipes, I was going to the farmer's market. We were shooting them. I didn't even know what the recipes were. It was whatever I wanted to cook. Yeah. And that's what you got in the book. Mm. It, I mean, wow. it wasn't... Um, it wasn't like, okay, you know, we're going to shoot the shrimp today. We're going right. to shoot the blah, blah, blah. You know, it was, we're going to shoot whatever I make today. It's organic. Right. And then we had to go back and write the recipe. Wow. Wow. Um, and so it was so <laughs> special to be present and to see what is coming through me. So it was almost like that season set me up for everything else mm-hmm. and to be present. And so this cracked shrimp comes from when I worked in the Bahamas and we did cracked conch. And we don't have conch here. No. But you can crack lobster, you can crack shrimp. And so I take these, you know, huge shrimp. And I remember when they first did it, and somebody last night was calling it, oh, the fried shrimp. I said, no, no. No, no. <laughs> you said, no, no, no. correction, I it's worked too damn hard. Shrimp. It is the cracked shrimp. Okay, let, let, let it be no. You looked them dead in their eyes. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no. Say it with don't me. Do me. Yep. Say, it's the crack Say it shrimp. with me. <laughs> And so even in the kitchen, they were so precious with it. They didn't want to bang the shrimp, and they didn't want to break it. I said, dude, you got to get in there. Yeah, yeah. Right. you got to bust that up. Yeah. You, you take it usually like this. You know? Yeah, you got to bust it up. And in doing so, you change the texture of the shrimp, yeah. which is very much like um, cracked conch in the Bahamas, right. which is I was going there for three years or so. So it's a part of me, and it's a part of that um, the that still the African diaspora and the mm. and the black people who were there yep. and then we do the comeback sauce which is a Mississippi sauce. I mean it's what's so funny, everybody's like like, oh my gosh, I love this sauce. Child, that that's this sauce right here has like twenty ingredients. Wow. Um, but they're hey. all necessary. Yeah. Right. Right. Spice. Right. It's stuff that you have in your pantry, yes. but still. Yeah. Um, Trust me, y'all, so, it's necessary. Right? <laughs> it's necessary. That you can eat the shrimp by itself. You know what I mean? But like that Just sauce. Of the, le- the lemon juice? Oh my goodness. Perfect. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, well, again, we'll get into it. <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah. jump ahead. Because you saying some things that are uh, here in Chicago, um, anybody that's in comedy or entertainment and listening to this, you get, she said, in the, uh, in the present, you got to yes, you know, say yes. Yeah. That's yes. And we're big in us. Uh, comedy here so yeah. oh my gosh, improv yes. you know Dude, i would love to do improv can i just tell you speaking of which so um i did stand up okay i was, I was that was my question you did i do stand up you do stand up absolutely shut your face all over the city all oh, over the what? city yes i'm oh a producer God. at zanny's and left factory what yeah, yeah yes ma'am that was fun. That was fun. Uh, she's you, hilarious. She is. She is very funny. You could catch the rest of the episode, like you said, uh, on YouTube, and uh, and see what we talked about. Uh, it's yeah. about four, about forty minute long uh, episode. So damn, it's that yeah, long. yeah, forty minute. <laughs> yeah, man, we talked Shit. for a little bit. We, we said, saw it was, we said twenty minutes. 20, 25 20 minutes, minutes. Tops, Carla. <laughs> twenty minutes. <laughs> but that's what happened when you start catching the vibe, man. It was it was really dope. Yeah. Uh, shout out to her. Shout out to. Um, uh, Esquire by Cooper's yeah. Hawk down in the Gold Coast area. Yep. Uh, very, very dope place. If you haven't gone, if you think Cooper's Hawk is just uh, suburbs, uh, you it's, are greatly mistaken. Yep. Yeah. I've I'd never been to a Cooper's Hawk before in, in my life. This is my third one. 
Um, but it was dope, and <laughs> they were like, "This is not like a like a Cooper's." Yeah, thing. actually, it's Esquire. Yeah, they don't right. They want you to it's say Esquire. Esquire. They because so what we learned is uh, Cooper's Hawk. They have their own wines, their specialty right. wines, things like that. This one right here has wines uh, that first of all, the sh- the owner's personal collection is absolutely insane. Insane. I insane. Think there's, there's over three thousand bottles yeah. of wine in there. Three thousand. Yeah, and a lot of them are. N- not Cooper's Hawk wines. Like, yes, yes. they carry Cooper Hawk wine, Cooper's Hawk wine, but they also carry non-Cooper's Hawk wine. Yeah, right, which makes which makes this Esquire. And a little yeah. history lesson, if you didn't catch it. Uh, Esquire was an old theater mm-hmm. back in the day in Chicago, so Cooper's Hawk repurposed the area. on your leg. Yeah, oh, is it? Damn, why am I about to tweak out? Where's the bug? Where's that? I don't know, I just saw a bug. A black loaf thing fly okay. at your leg. Okay, damn. Shit. <laughs> Ooh, y'all almost caught the real Dario, boy. Y'all I almost got exposed. <laughs> almost got exposed. Uh, My thighs is out to, again today, y'all. Thigh meat season, baby. Thigh meat season, <laughs> thigh meat season full of fat. Um, but yeah, yeah, go check out the interview. It was really dope. That was the highlight yeah. of our week, uh, amongst other things. Um, but... We outside, y'all, um, and we got a we got a pretty packed uh, episode uh, here for you. Uh, yeah, buddy. Aside from what we already talked about, a lot of lot of facts here, a lot mm. of facts in this one. Uh, I'm excited because I don't I don't know anything. Uh, yeah, we area. gonna get into that because I, yeah, I swear I didn't I did not realize. Y'all, let's get tuned up. Let's get ready. If you're in your car, if you're at home, if you got the earphones on. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm. that's what we talking about, y'all. We delicious. are delicious. Delicious. We are in a Mount Greenwood community area number seventy four, and it is the southwesternmost community area. Most southwestern, south- most, most southwestern. Well, I think I could say southwesternmost. <laughs> Maybe no. Somebody out there. Yeah, uh, the, adjective, the adjective comes first. Okay. Well, whatever the fuck it is, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's southwest a lot. <laughs> the lotus southwest. Anyway, the boundaries to the north, 99th Street uh, slash 103rd Street to the south, 115th Street to the east, railroad tracks in Sacramento to the west, Pulaski slash Cicero. Uh, oh. The neighborhoods, Mount Greenwood, Mount Greenwood Heights, and Tally's Corner. We will get into that later episode because that's pretty interesting. Um, I, I read upon it. Yeah. Corner. yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. But uh, overall, let's talk about Mount Greenwood. Let's. Uh, first of all, I just do want to say um, very peaceful. I like. It, I did not think that this was... Uh, <laughs> the most suburban suburb. Yeah, right. City. This is definitely a suburban part of Chicago. We yes. talking about the northwestern part with uh, old Irving feels like No, no. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, and, this feels like us. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely this definitely feel like this don't even feel like Chicago, y'all. It doesn't. Um but but Here's it the is. thing. Pullman feels more like Chicago than yeah. this does. And Pullman mostly almost don't. By, mostly because we're by the beach. So right. you're like, "Oh, there's the lake. Right. Like we're still in the city." Right. This is so far west and south yeah. that it literally feels like I'm in Mokina. Yeah, like, you know what's crazy? Chilling. Uh, I used to get my hair cut about 15 minutes from here, way back <gasps> in the day. And Dalton, yeah, yeah, yeah. For what? For what? Because he was my barber was cold back in the day. I'm talking about back in the day. I got shout out to my new barber, um, <laughs> Chris. Um, <laughs> like, like Chris, this is this was probably a whole two decades before you, Chris. So Listen, don't even worry. Dar- Dario goes to to Chris. I don't know, once every two weeks or something. Yeah. And he's there for like four hours. No, it's not. No, it's not. At least an hour. He got a schedule. At least 
<laughs> he got to schedule at most an hour. I was like, I don't know what he's doing. For yeah. <laughs> three hours because yeah. he's not with me. Yeah, for real. For real. Don't, don't get my boy caught up. Um, but I do want to say, we just want to say, like, this does feel like a suburb. You know, like we talk about the northern yeah. suburbs. I mean, northern part of Chicago feel like a suburb. Yeah. This definitely feel like a suburb. What's the northwest community area that we went to that really felt like, like the most? Forest Glen? Yeah. Yeah, Forest Glen. Yeah, same that, vibes. Same vibe. Oh, I mean, again, I mean, we, different, but yeah, same. It, you talk about that's on the edge of Chicago. Right, this right. is this is literally the edge of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get into it. So, how yes. did the name come about, y'all? There's a Green Mountain. Yeah, close. Green actually, green. you are very close. Mountain of uh, Green. George Waite in 1879 um, got 80 acres of land granted to him for a cemetery. Uh, he called it Mount Greenwood because of the wooded area, and it mm. was on a ridge. Uh, so there, there was an uphill while we were driving. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of Beverly. I know we're close to Beverly. So that's that part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's part of that. Uh, fun fact, though. Fun fact. It was originally called the Seven Holy Tombs, this area. And you're probably wondering what and why. Uh, well, it's bounded by eight cemeteries. Really? Eight, yeah, there are eight cemeteries bounded by now. You are, you're probably like, why is it called seven holy and not eight? Well, that's because it's, it's called seven because only one of the cemeteries are within the boundaries of Mount Greenwood. Hmm. And that uh, cemetery is St. Casimir Lithuanian oh, Cemetery. Oh, you mean one is outside of the bounds? One is inside the bounds. So why would it be called seven? Well, because seven of them are outside. <laughs> is what bound. is it called again? Seven holy tombs. <laughs> and and there's wouldn't it be called the, one holy tomb and seven on the outside? Anyway, just look. look. <laughs> anyway, you said take it up with the name. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> uh, All these technical questions. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's some history on the name. But now let's talk about the history of the of this place. So uh, by 1897, restaurants and saloons popped up around 111th, right where we are on mm. uh, in Sacramento. Now. It was for the mourners after funerals because those um, rides, you know, the, oh, the horse and yeah. buggy rides, uh, they were very long and they were hard. So, <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah, right. I did. I did that to myself. Sure did. That's uh, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Anyway, um, back to the mourners. Uh, <laughs> I hope you have someone that does it for you. You don't have to do it for yourself. Yes. But if yeah. you gotta, <laughs> if you can, if you, if you got, you, hey, you gotta do it for yourself. Different time comes, different measures. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not that desperate. Shit. Some people, uh, anyway. Um, oh. The wow. the so check it out. The area had a lot of German and Dutch truck farmers. Um, but, truck farmers, yeah, yeah, truck farmers. So you know, like they pack up shit in their trucks and they go deliver it to the people. Oh. <laughs> you know, like they farm trucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wow. some shit? How do you do uh, that? What you want? This is a big. This is a big Ford. Uh, anyway. How do you- Plant I don't know. Uh, talk to Henry Ford. But the area also had uh, a lot of Irish mm. that moved into the area. And so when they moved in, of course, the saloons start popping up for Irish, right? Because a lot of them were German and Dutch, you know, saloons and bars and restaurants. Irish came in and they started doing that. Now, in the early 20th century, so the early 1900s, mm-hmm. uh, Protestant temperances. That's for y'all stupid ones that don't know what 20th century is. <laughs> right, right. The 1900s. It starts at 1900. 20th century is 1900. <laughs> 19th century is 1800. Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Protestant temperance crusaders uh, looked mm. into closing down saloons and made this whole area a dry area. Now, how did they circumvent that a, a, a bit? Uh, the opposition succeeded, right? And they succeeded in 1907. Shout out to the Cubs winning the World Series. Uh, in the, 1907? Year, the, the year after. Oh. The year after. Uh, and 
uh, Mount Greenwood was incorporated into a village. So they incorporated into a village so that they have all their own rules. And that's how they circumvented um, becoming, mm. keeping the area a wet area. That's uh, what she said. They- <laughs> that's what she you got to circumvent it. You got to circumvent it. You got to. You, you, you want it wet? You got to circumvent it. <laughs> you got to circumvent it. <laughs> you got to incorporate and circumvent it. Incorporate it. Make it yours. That's what it is. <laughs> Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> anyway, all right. anyway, uh, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on <laughs> Anyway. Oh, it is. Right. It is. Uh, so here's here's something, uh, another fun fact. If you all, you, you, I know y'all like the history, and this is pretty cool. So there was this thing called the Battle of the Ditch in 1916. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so there was a drainage ditch that ran alongside Mount Greenwood Cemetery. Okay, okay. and the residents were concerned that the uh, pollution from the water was hazardous. Yeah, and because they had to drink that. Uh, but uh, a court order, they filed a court order. It was issued and um, and it had to be filled. But the cemetery ignored it. Okay, the cemetery just did not do it. So the residents filled it themselves, and that's how you got. You got to fill it yourself. Hey, look at you! Look at you! You on fire today? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> you were you were on fire last episode. Yeah, so I yeah, yeah. This one. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You, you. Yeah. This is all you. This is all you. Yeah, we tennis. You know, we tennis that. We tennis that. <laughs> um, uh, where was that? Yeah. So, so that's that it. was yeah that was the battle of the ditch, right? Mm. Uh, now so it wasn't an actual battle to. Right. metaphorical political battle. Right. It was a, it was a political battle. But gotcha. that's sig- that's significant. Yeah, that's significant because in 1927, uh Mount Greenwood was annexed to Chicago uh for better amenities. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't until 9 years later in 1936 that mm-hmm. they finally got the amenities. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um so you talk about they they battled for the ditch in 1916. In 1927, they finally said, "Hey, they and they had to vote for that too." They had to vote to be obviously, all of them had to vote to get annexed, but mm-hmm. um, but they they voted in favor of better amenities. Didn't happen until nine years later. The water the uh, the Works Progress Administration laid sewage systems and paved and lit the streets. And then check this out now. Uh, in 1960s, they were still fighting for curbs and gutters. Wow! You know, like so. 1960s. I mean, if you we did we treated this area like Shit. a damn suburb, boy. Like this, like y'all, this the. This is the red stepchild of uh, <laughs> Chicago right here. Speaking like, of redhead numbs. Uh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, shortly after that, uh, in, in that time span, 1930 to 1950, the population actually uh, grew. And it grew uh, almost exponentially here. Mm. Uh, the residential growth spurt happened, and it went from 3,300 to about 12,000 people uh, wow. came to the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, and here it gets even crazier. So after World War II, uh, from 1945 to 1953, 4,000 more new homes uh, were built. Eventually, uh, around the 70s, the population started to decline a little bit, um, dropped from roughly 23 down to about uh, 19,000. And then in the 90s, it dropped again a little bit um, to about 19,000. Uh, so I'm sorry, 17,000, 18,000. Mm. So uh, population did drop. Now, what is the makeup of the population here? And this is, this is, uh, this is, this is, this is just, I'm reading news, man. All right. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, currently, the area is home to many uh, Chicago policemen, uh, firemen, and civil servants. Mm. Um, now, the, the crazy thing about that is that um, a, lot of, a lot of them 
kind of moved to the area, this was a place where white flight happened. You know, we talked about white flight when we talked about West Elsden. You know, people fled there. Um, at West Lawn, people, you know, oh, white, white, white flight didn't happen yeah, here. Right, it's they like fled they to fled here. here. Yeah, they fled here, to here. Yeah. Um, and so this was one of the landed spots for the white flight. Um, and again, it's so to the east. You know, you have all the 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 area where you know blacks started to move into. Right. And then this was in Ashburn is above this, right, uh, to the north mm. of where we are right now. So when we talked about Ashburn was kind of like kind of maintain that yeah. stronghold, so to say. You know, Scottsdale area in Ashburn is still uh, kind of mixed and everything like yeah. that. But this was one of the landing spots in this southwest most, right? Um, I say that to say this, uh, and and we gonna so I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna move by, okay, y'all. <laughs> this was the fun fact. I don't know if it's fun, but this is a fact. This was the only community area to vote in favor of Donald Trump. Next fun fact: <laughs> Chicago's <laughs> last surviving farm in the city was here in 1980s. Uh, Pete Owinga uh, was the owner of the last surviving farm. What do you mean? The la- literally the last surviving I mean, farm. Like, yeah, right, right, but right, right, right. I'm talking farm in that sense of like how Chicago, what old school Chicago, oh. you know, like farm, like like actual farm. And a really cool fun fact, another sidebar fun fact, right behind us is that farm. No way. Yeah, it's uh, it's in the distance. Um, but obviously, if you are watching this, I actually have video of it playing right now. You can see the farm, mm. um, which is actually pretty cool because there's some more. Uh, fun, interesting facts about that. It was developed into the Chicago High School for Agricultural Sciences in 1985. Wow. Yeah. And the significance of that is, is that it was meant to teach agriculture. It was a magnet school to teach agriculture. Every time you uh, say or yawn, y'all, y'all got to... Uh... I didn't yawn. That's <laughs> like a deep breath. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> a deep breath. <laughs> As she blinks slow. We had a lot of food. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, it was developed into uh, a magnet high school meant to teach agriculture to urban students students um and part of that farm is on uh the campus so uh that is what is to our backs right now you can't see it right now it look like baseball fields that's because it is but behind that is is, is the farm actually behind us to the farm is the farm uh and if you're watching of course if you if you're listening you know go to youtube yeah yeah uh but but um uh to our left is the actual school, you know, is, is the actual mm. school. So pretty cool to uh, really cool. to be here. Now here's the here's the uh, fun fact about that. Um it was it is it was the second of its kind to be uh established. Uh the first was the W B Saw High School in Philadelphia. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, pretty interesting. Now, not too fun news about it is um there was there was some racial issues, you know what I mean? <laughs> there was some there's some racial issues and actually involved um uh, black students kind of being moved into the area. You know what I mean? Like a lot of black students uh, were were moved into the area in in great numbers, and you know the white flight happened. They didn't like that. <laughs> you know yeah. they didn't, they didn't like that coming to the area. Um, I I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, and there was there was some other. It was a unfortunately uh, the shooting of a of a black teen here that happened mm-hmm. um, involved a cop. Don't want to get into it too much, but it was it was highly publicized. And that was kind of like I wanted to be like what it's known for. You know what I'm saying? What this area is known for? Because we don't want to say it. Because right now we sit into it. We sitting in the middle of a park, and it's it's fine. And where we went to eat, uh, 
very, very. I mean, mixed. just because we're sitting here and it's fine doesn't mean that. Does it? Does it? Right, 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 right. I get you know it. I get I mean? it. Um, but I don't want the pain. You I don't like, want. You like don't like talking. Yeah, about we this. talk about a lot. You know what I mean? We talk about a lot. People know what time it is, man. But um, uh, don't. yeah. Well, if you don't go back, we got uh, sixty. But like, how are how are areas supposed to do better if we don't talk about? Oh, no, that's what I'm getting at. They know about it because it was highly publicized is what I was going to say. It was, it was highly publicized all in the news. Um, so if anybody's familiar with Green, Mount Greenwood, if that's the first thing come to your mind, not too surprising. Uh, yeah. Not too surprising because that, uh, that was all in the news uh, for, some, for, for what, what went on. But what I was saying is, mm. it's actually, I mean, a very nice, a very nice area. For it to be Chicago like this, like, this feels like a suburb. It don't feel like we in Chicago. Yeah. If it's I'm a lot honest. of parks, a lot, a lot of green. I mean, a lot of the city is like this, if I'm being yeah. honest. A lot yeah. of the city is parks and green and Yeah. Damn, fun. look at that bug. Right on my damn lens. Did I tell Damn, this little muff, this little thing. <laughs> I can't shake you this baby. We were recording or something. Yeah, damn, he all Just up put in. Your, put your glasses down. Yeah, or maybe I shouldn't. Uh, brother can't see. I guess I ain't got to read no more. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess I'm done with all my facts. Yeah. Um. No, but uh, I, honestly, the 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 vibe that I get from Mount Greenwood, without knowing you know history or anything like that, uh, I is it shit is. It's peaceful. It looked like um, it looked like a suburb. It looks like a wonderful place to raise a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I don't know what else. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, you funny. You funny as hell. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna cut it right there. That's the that's the facts about Mount Greenwood. Um, I can't wait to come and come back round to uh this when we start doing other things because um that one neighborhood Tally's uh corner uh is actually. It, Interesting name. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, interesting name. It's named after somebody. And in recent times, recent-ish times, too. So, uh, pretty interesting. But that is Mount Greenwood in a nutshell. Nice. Yeah. Should we talk about the food? We should definitely talk about the food. Um, and let me tell you, y'all. And we're going to take advantage of this break to scoot down a little bit because I am baking in the sun. You baking in the sun? I'm baking hey, in the sun. Hey, she baking in the sun. Hey. Mm. All right. <laughs> baking in the sun. Hey. <laughs> Anyway, uh, y'all, we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of entrance? I don't know. Entrance. <laughs> Intro. You know what? <laughs> what kind of entrance is that? Uh, welcome back to the food portion of the episode. Burr, this, burr, burr, burr. It's all right. This uh, <laughs> this little part here, this little food section is uh, brought to you by True Chicago. Okay. Out here. Yeah. <laughs> we out here. You said out here. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Out here. Dope. Uh, yeah. Hey, y'all. Mount Greenwood, we went to... Bacon and Jam. Bacon and Jam. That sounds just like how I wanted to we be. We didn't have bacon or jam. I should we, no, we, we had bacon. We had bacon. You have bacon. Yeah. Yeah. It was a jam. Hey. Hey. hey hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. No, no. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's all that deserves. That's all that... De- Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Um. So, yeah. We went to Bacon and Jam here on 111th. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. 
Yeah. It's a lot of streets down. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of streets down. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, Bacon and Jam has been here for a while. Uh, don't know how long. They don't have an About Us section mm-hmm. in their... Um, on their website, yeah. but... I can tell you what they about, though. They <laughs> about that food shit. They are, they're about their breakfast bowl. Yeah, so they serve a bunch of different things. Uh, their menu is kind of split up into four or five different sections. Uh, the main sections are the um, classics, okay. which are like uh, pancake and scrambled eggs. French toast uh, and French, shit. No, no, no. French toast is under sweets. Waffles or something. Waffles is under sweets. Well, they had it. They had it. They had French toast and waffle things. Oh, it was like yeah, plain French yeah. toast yeah, right, and yeah. plain waffles. Yeah, the classics, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this plain classics. Yeah. Then they have a skillet section, which they have like six or seven skillets on there. We did order something off of that, and then they have their sweets section, which yeah. is the most intriguing in my opinion because it's pretty creative in comparison Very. with the rest of the menu. Um, and then they also serve lunch, so they're open every uh, Monday through Sunday, seven to th- three. Seven to three. That's not seven bad. to three. Good time. So breakfast to lunch, mm-hmm. and um, let's talk about what we ordered. Well, first of all, let's talk about the vibe of the place. We walked in. It is pretty standard. I wouldn't say diner. I would say right, not diner. It's like a restaurant slash diner. Restaurant. I said restaurant. I know. I said <laughs> it's just a. It's just literally what you would expect from. I don't know. I can't even think. It's not like a diner because it's just like a regular breakfast spot. She, you're right. You're right. But it feels like a diner. Like if it feels like a diner slash restaurant. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like a mixture, a good mixture of both. Yeah. Um, and I think the vibe was dope. I mean, it was yeah. very lively and it was packed. Very lively. Clearly, this is Extremely the place packed. to be. And we got there at like nine in the morning. Yeah. So right. It was already packed. Busting in here, boy. People yeah. ain't even been to church yet. You know, right? You know they what I'm saying? There and, and then they went to church right after. Right. I mean, maybe I some people know. church started uh in the way in the morning. Really? Yeah, black people. We be we be in church, boy. <laughs> like, shit. Well, what are you talking about? We <laughs> we yeah right. I mean, look, I used to go to church, boy. We was in church, man, so damn long. Dude, it was like, what's going on here, man? <laughs> like, you didn't know what was going on. No, how much more we got to pray? <laughs> like, that's, wow. I started I started thinking like, God, God. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. something right Talk in this them. in this it's too much wow, <laughs> right. I'm, wow. Just, I'm just joking i'm just joking <laughs> please right. don't cut my blessings off yeah, uh, anyway but no 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 um, it, it was packed in there for early packed. morning yeah, it, it was packed. packed for early morning for yeah. sure it was mostly families i would say yeah uh, a bunch of like young families and uh there was like a table of 17 people yeah but what did we order we ordered a lot um, one more thing about the vibe. One more oh, thing yeah, about the vibe. Uh, the staff was extremely friendly. Yes, I mean, like she gave us Shirley is her name that we had. Uh, she gave us all kind of recommendations. Yes. So we ordered like we normally order, but she was like putting together. All right, since you ordered this this side, you should probably get this side. You don't need that yeah. side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was like getting real technical with it. And I was like, yeah, all right, bet. She you, was really nice. We came out and literally had, the only thing we had double of was the egg. and But that's because egg came with the skillet and egg came with the, uh, uh, well, both skillets. Yeah. yeah. We got both skillets, so. Um, no, we got the corned beef hash. Corned beef hash, yeah. So, so yeah, but but that's that's all I wanted to say. It was it was super, super dope. Friendly. Yeah, to have people like that. That was yes. we got set and we walked in. We got set in immediately. seconds immediately. Yeah. Didn't and even, then the food came out like ex- seven minutes later. Expeditiously. Expeditiously. <laughs> Expeditiously. You love that word. I do love it. Word. Shout out to Ti man for coming up with that one, man. He did not. He, come he up. maybe he made it popular. He made it cool. Oh. <laughs> he made it cool because 
Most expeditions got too many syllables in it. I would have never said that. Expeditiously. Yeah. It's at least five. At least that's one too many. That's three too many syllables. <laughs> one too many. <laughs> anyway, but uh, the food. Yeah. So so like, let's so, talk about what do we want to start with? Do we want to start? Um, <laughs> let's start with the. Please say it. Uh, I want to say French toast. Yeah. Yes. Um. So. Yes. We ordered the French, the red velvet Ooh. French toast off of their menu. Okay. <sighs> Let me paint you a little picture. Let me, right. Now I'll show you the picture Go if ahead. you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you the uh, shit. If you are listening, these mm. are three extremely thick. I want to say they're about. <laughs> we like them extremely thick. <laughs> wow. All right. Relax. <laughs> uh, they're three like thick pieces of mm-hmm. round. I don't want to ta- say like bread because they are swirled mm. with cream cheese filling in them. Yes, Lord. Okay. And they're red velvet. And then they're topped with sweetened condensed milk, mm. chocolate sauce, and strawberries. Mm. Ho- I mean, oh my god! Oh my god! I think okay. Here's my thing. This was my this was my top my top pick. I would say my favorite item, uh, just because I am a sweet, sweet breakfast person. Yeah. But but I would not have been able to eat all three. I would. I look. <laughs> okay. So just, I, I think I think it's uh woo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's um, a little too sweet to eat all three. I think it was perfect how we did it, where we shared it and ate savory as well, because mm-hmm. it's a lot. Okay, yep, I agree. I could, I could see that point. Valid point. But it, I could have smacked that whole thing myself, y'all. If, if the other food wasn't on the table, yeah, I was it was going. really good. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, first of all, red velvet. I know. Uh, uh, and the swirl, man. Look, that you don't cream even cheese swirl. Yes, well, I didn't even know. You didn't even need syrup. You I don't, no, you absolutely no, don't. You need don't need syrup. syrup. That's not the point. Yeah. But I wonder what it would have tasted like with syrup on it. Probably unbearable. You think so? Yeah, it's too. That would be too much. For Man, look, that's heaven right there. That's that's uh, candy so shop. It's, it's a red velvet cake French toast. I don't know mm. how they make that. I don't know how they did. Oh, that I'm even. sorry. It's not sweet and condensed milk. It's vanilla sauce on top. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Vanilla sauce, just even better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just even better. Um, that that yeah. was one of the best of that was one of the best foods that we've eaten. Not just really breakfast good. food. But just like food, food, yeah, in general, really yeah, that it was, was it was extremely creative. I I really I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next thing that was on my number two on the list was the corned beef hash. Yeah, that was good. I really, really, really like corned beef, and they home make their corn corned beef. Yes. Um. So we were talking about. Um. We were talking about. This was the Irish, you know, part. And you could clearly, when you come down to my, Mount Greenwood, you could see Irish presence here. Um, it was Polish, it's German, it's Dutch. You know, all the different nationalities are here. But it was cool to be eating uh, the corned beef hash and have it almost authentic. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what authentic is. I don't know who's is, making but, it back there. Yeah, but, but they, doing they, they doing a damn good job. I promise you that. It's really, really good. Uh, so the corned beef hash is uh, homemade corned beef hash with green peppers, onions, hash browns. Two eggs, toast, or pancakes. We got the pancakes. Yeah, and now here, now here's the thing about the pancakes. First of all, side of pancakes, fluffy as hell. Fluffy as hell, y'all. These are like these are the pancakes that I like. So like yeah. they they fluffy, but not too thick. They they thin. You know, they a little thin. Yeah, uh, they're also like yeah big. Yeah, they large. Yeah, they they are large and got the little crust on the edge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, where and you know how you have sometimes when it's just too much um pancake. When you pour the syrup on it, it it drink it drinks right, it all, right. and then it's all gone. This don't do that, y'all. These motherfuckers float. They float. Okay, you hear me? They float, and they they taste good. They were so good. Perfect pancakes. Yeah, per- that was a perfect side. I agree. Yeah, perfect side. 
I agree. Yeah, y'all, I mean, like, in the hash, the, the corned beef oh is honestly yeah. really, really good. Yeah, that that was that was that was fine. Now yeah. that was your number two. That was my number two. My number two was the uh, country skillet. The country skillet because that had uh, sausage in it. It had the egg, had the green pepper, uh, had the potatoes at the bottom, the yes. onion, y'all, the cheese. the cheese. We had the cheesy eggs, and and it went all the way through. Yeah, let me tell you. That's a generous amount of eggs and cheese it in there. It was. And I th- it was a generous amount of everything, to be yeah, honest with you. Um, I, I tell you one thing. reason why this was my number two is because I don't know if I the, the mixture of the potatoes that they had at the bottom. Yeah, the potatoes were really good. Yeah, mixed with the cheese. Because yes. like even even if you somehow did not get a sausage in there, and you still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pause. You just um, left the sauce. You, you know, uh, if, if you just... If, Oh, what is that? <laughs> what is that? I thought that's what you yeah, said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, like just the mixture of that was just almost perfect. Yeah, it was almost perfect, y'all. Almost perfect. The reason why I say almost perfect is because it didn't have the sausage in there. If you, if you somehow didn't get the sausage in there, yeah, you you missed out. But but even just that by itself. But God, the, the was... sausage was really good. Yes. So it's Ooh. not it's not uh like sauce it's the sausage link cut yeah. up and put in there. It's not like crumbled up sausage. Um Yeah, they just took it like a And it has like the perfect amount of sage in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just love that sage sausage. Yes. It's... It was it was so good. So I mean good. like I mean honestly the the uh the other skillet, the hash brown, and this one—you really can't go wrong. Corn Honestly, you, 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 corned beef hash. I'm sorry, you can't get, you can't go wrong with either one of those. Yeah. Um, I just personally like the way that the the potato. Because sometimes you get the potatoes, and the potatoes be too lumpy a little right. bit. This wasn't. It was. It was enough consistency of a potato to be. Yeah, mixed. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like perfect, y'all. So. Yeah. Right off the top, we three for three. You know, yeah. coming out the gate, we three for three, and we ain't even talk about the biscuit and gravy. Right. So <laughs> like, it was a sausage gravy. Yeah. Uh, a black pepper sausage gravy, which was really good. Really. My good. only thing is that that biscuit was too soft. Yeah. It was, I don't know if that makes sense. It was a little soft. You know. It was, I I like it to be a little flakier. Um, was, a little more. I don't know. It just it just felt. A little cakey. It was really good. The, the gravy did. was really good. I see what really you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I do see what you're um, saying. It was a little cakey. Yeah. Not, not, not bad. It's no. Just, not bad. You know, I'm here's, the, here's the like, problem that we run into, though. Uh, we, we have so many food options at the same I time. Know. So, like, when we eat all the other shit that we eat, then we have a top three. Yeah. By the time you get to that, you like, well. <laughs> in comparison. <laughs> in comparison. So, but if we had that first, we'd be like, damn, this is lit. Mean, I'm saying it's good. It's, it's really good. But it's just the biscuit for me was not. Yeah, the best I've biscuit had. Wasn't the best. <laughs> Not the best biscuits you had. <laughs> I'm getting nope out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, these bugs. We, why we sit under the tree? But for the shade, we sit under for a shade. Yeah. I guess I feel like anywhere we sit out in the open field, there's bugs out here. Yeah. Anyway, um, what what else did we have? We had something else. We had sides of uh, the sausage and um and the bacon. bacon. Let me tell you that, again. As sides. That was the, the perfect type of sausage I want. Yeah. That was perfect. The patty. The patty. Yeah, the sausage patty. That was perfect. Um, and then the bacon was crispy at, to precision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the uh, science. I want you to recall how the bacon wasn't burnt, but it was still crispy. Remember that. Well, yeah, right. I didn't okay. say I don't I'm like it to, like this. Try to emulate it. Okay. I- <laughs> As opposed to burning the shit out of it. First of all, burnt bacon ain't the bad, ain't wor- ain't the bad bacon. It's good. It's, it's really good. Both bacons like, are not nice. Not only are you dying because you're eating... <laughs> 
you know, bacon, but you're also dying because you're eating cancerous, it, burnt man, look, fat. Man, look. What a way to die. I just made those two <laughs> things up. I don't know if those two things kill yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, uh, yeah, that, that, that bacon, look, if I'm about to die eating some damn bacon like that, I'll eat it. And that's, that's fine with me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, y'all, it was it was good. Do we have anything else? Uh, I think that's it. We just had our coffees. Yeah, we had and... the coffee. The coffee was, you know, coffee is coffee. But um, <laughs> coffee is coffee. Yeah. Uh, but that shit was smacking. Yeah, that, that shit was smacking. Was. I mean, yeah. honestly, would come here again. Yeah, we have to come back because she recommended the, the, banana, uh, the pudding? banana pudding uh, French toast. Y'all, they be out here. They, they got a chemist okay. in the background. I really just want to share some of these things off this menu. Yeah, because cause what they doing really... back there? Okay, so here we go. Banana cream pie French toast. Okay. Which is uh, French toast, banana cream, caramel, coconut flakes, and pecans. And pecans. There's bread pudding French toast, which is bread mm. pudding French toast with homemade cherry jam and oat strudel. Wow, they doing they doing a lot. Yeah. Wow. They have an, um, the Nutella banana waffles, s'mores pancakes, blueberry multigrain pancakes, apple crumble pancakes. Oh, wow. They got the berry pancakes, and then they got you all those uh, basic, basic pancake fa- uh, French toast or, or waffle. Oh, oh, just regular shit. Yeah. yeah. They also have a chorizo benedict, which I've never seen that Ooh. before, which is— Didn't um, we have that over in the, um, uh, the, the breakfast joint we went to up uh, north, uh, north Park? Breakfast joint we went to. Uh, the, the Hispanic joint. Um Berwin and breakfast. Bur- it wasn't chorizo, was it? Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. No. That was fire. Because what I was about to say is, if it was, I think it's chorizo, that shit was fire. So I'd imagine this is probably dope. This is probably really good. I've never yeah. had, like, a chorizo benedict. I don't think. Maybe I have. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, their menu is, is like, has some really good staples and then some really good... Um, like different things, like the opa omelet, which is tomatoes, spinach, onions, feta, roasted eggplant. Mm. I don't well, know. Well, they do. They do a lot. I mean, yeah, like low, yeah. low key. Like I know I said that, but like, I mean, that's a lot of mixtures. Yeah. How how are you supposed to, as a chef, as a cook, how do you remember all this shit? I mean, that's I mean, why I don't like a large menu. Hey, hey, that's hey, that's a good. There you go. Because like, you're not mastering yeah. what you're making. Yeah, I mean, because that's a lot. But a lot of these things are the basic items are repetitive. So, like, if yeah. you're making a skillet, it's always potato, cheese, egg, so that shit don't and then change. vegetables. But I'm thinking, like, you know, like, how do you you go? You got the French toast, then somebody ordered a uh, banana pudding, and well, then I mean, the you have a ticket in front pudding. of you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but like, I'm talking Honestly, about how do you I've, remember I've, I've like worked, to make it all? I've worked at a as a cook at a breakfast spot for years and um you just memorize them after a while yeah i guess I, I, yeah i mean it's like you anything know? that you do like, on repetition and yeah. you know the menu so well that you just off the top of your head yeah i guess i guess i'm just tripping I, I guess i'm just not a cook you know what i'm saying like right. to me this shit seemed difficult yes. <laughs> like y'all y'all cooks boy y'all do y'all y'all dope with it i ain't gonna lie i ain't gonna lie man like and i got a much more appreciation that i not that i didn't because i was just a consumer of food now I be eating. I feel like that's a difference. Now you enjoy it. Yeah. Now I now I enjoy the art and the craft of it because we didn't have so many. I mean, <laughs> hundreds of plates. You know what I mean? But like hundreds. Yeah. But but yeah. I mean, I appreciate it now. I, I appreciate it a lot more. So yeah, shout out to y'all. Just you. hearing that make I've me tired. Yeah. Yeah. Your boy. Your boy getting bit up, man. This thigh meat season is not working when you guys. Like, <laughs> I'm my, my ass. My ass out here looking like a whole Thanksgiving damn dinner. You know? <laughs> <laughs> to these bugs. Right, well, on that note. <laughs> Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, yeah, go ahead, send it to someone you like. Come out to Mount Greenwood. Yeah. Have breakfast. Yeah, sit yeah. in the park. Sit in the park. Uh, if you up. did not enjoy this episode. <laughs> Don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Because I feel like we hit our stride at this point. You know? Yeah, yeah. We, we hit our stride. We out here. We, You're just we a hater. Here. You just come with the terms. <laughs> you just hate it. That you were straight up 
Hater. Hating energy. Uh, check go out the Carlos. Church. Check out. Check out. <laughs> go to church. Check out Carla's interview on that YouTube, y'all. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and live your best life this uh, week. You know. Uh, happy Fourth of July to y'all too. Uh, or whatever. Peace. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 77 Flavors of Chicago. We look forward to having you again next Monday. So make sure you look out for us on any platform where you can listen to a podcast. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and do all the things. And we'll see you next Monday.